Hey guys, we have another new podcast recommendation for you this week. It's by our friend Kevin over at the Jury Room Podcast. He's releasing a brand new series all about addiction. Addiction, noun, the fact or condition of being addicted to a particular substance, thing, or activity. An overwhelming compulsion. What makes us fall into the world of drugs and addiction? Why can some of us dabble in the illicit and walk away unscathed, while others of us travel downward into the deep spiral of addiction? Humans have always had a fascination with the allure of getting high. Our obsession with drugs isn't a new societal epidemic, but one that has actually has its roots dating back to the ancient days of mankind. While the drugs we utilize to try and get high nowadays may have shifted, our fascination with the darkened path of addiction has not changed. If you or a loved one have been struggling with addiction, or have in the past, and would like to share your story, please feel free to reach out to me via social media or through email at juryroompodcast at gmail.com. This is Addicted. A Jury Room production. Coming soon to wherever you listen to this podcast. Hi! Hi! I could just say it all day long. Hi! And so then you immediately stop. (laughs) I'm so... so thirsty i didn't say i was going to say it all day long i just said i could i have the ability just not today not today satan so instead of complaining about being female we should complain about being black in america why it's fun yay Yay. this was for me the hardest the hardest cases to investigate because there is so much information and misinformation out there yep yep and I have never seen such a across the board system of victim blaming in my entire life. It's yep. it just sucks. Agreed. So, oh, I guess we should tell people what we're doing. Hi. This is outside of our usual format. Hi. So this this is actually gonna end up we had planned to do a one part special episode. It's gonna end up being two parts because there, once again there was just so much. Um, but we're doing a black, I guess present. It's not really history. It's it's happening right now. Yeah. Of we're doing the killing of unarmed black men by police officers, boys and men, by police officers in the United States of America. Currently. It is currently happening. It happens a lot. So yeah. we're going to talk about it because it sucks. And you see all this myth- misinformation out there that says that it doesn't happen that much or we'll get into all of it, but we're going to talk about it. <laughs> Hooray. And this is what we're doing this Black History Month if we're doing something like this next year we can do all kinds of other various systems and where racism is imbued into the system like dying in custody or harsher sentences or false convictions or yay. <laughs> how exciting yay anyway so prepare for a lot of rage in this one and here we go hi guys i'm kelly and i'm ashley and welcome to a day with murder already ragey i am i was ragey i don't know i'm gonna do i'm trying to decide which one i'm gonna do today you're so 
good at this though. Thank you. Like being the uh, advocate. Oh, thank you. that's so kind. Thank you. Uh, hey, do you want to be okay. best friends? <laughs> no, thanks. I'm good. Oh. Right, I got one crazy best friend already. She's she's a lot. <laughs> I don't need another. But thanks though. Speaking of crazy, it's me. <laughs> oh yeah. Hi. So the way we did this one is totally different from the way we normally do it. So normally every week we have a case. And then Ashley does the most of the research and then I sort of go in and supplement it with my own stuff so I have things to add. This week we have not even looked at each other's cases. We each picked a case of a police officer killing an unarmed black man or boy. One of mine's kid is 15. And we didn't even look at each other's. We just did our own research and we're going to listen to each other tell a story, ask questions and do it that way. And we're going to see how it goes. Hopefully it's awesome (laughs) because we're doing the same thing next week. (laughs) Yay. So if this doesn't work out, next week's going to suck. Okay. Thanks. And if anybody on here is listening and is on the fence about black men, specifically young black men being victims of police officers, and you have not changed your mind by the end of this episode, then you just go find a different podcast because this is not the one for you. Thank you. Have a nice day. (laughs) Kay, thanks. Bye. Kay, thanks. Bye. All right. You ready? I'm ready. So this was March 21st, 2021. So not even a year ago. So a lot of stuff's going to be still ongoing with this one. Yes. And I could not find a whole lot of info of like where he went to school or like where he grew up. Like I couldn't find like hardly any background information, but it was very, very overwhelming. Um, This is also touches on mental health as well. And I have a lot of opinions about that and police officers as well. Yes. Okay. And also I feel... What am I trying to say? Mental health is such a stigma still anyways, but I feel it's especially like that for black people. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially with law enforcement, I think. Yes. Because they don't see they don't see somebody who's struggling. They see not all of them. And actually, let's start by saying that we know not all police officers are bad. We know that. But there are enough bad ones that give the rest of them a bad name. And then you have even more that help cover up for the bad ones so there needs to be a lot more accountability and a lot more repercussions and a lot more of people not hiding behind the quote-unquote blue wall of protecting their brothers in arms or whatever it it needs to be dealt with so it can stop but i do want to say that we know it's not all police officers guys we get that but the ones we're talking about today suck yes yeah yes mine involve eight so wow yay oh wow okay so marvin david scott the third was a 26-year-old man from Texas. He was already diagnosed with schizophrenia and was on medication for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so he he had... His a, diagnosis. They knew what was wrong. Yes. So on that night, on the 21st, Allen PD, which is in Texas, um, was sent out to a disturbance call placed by Marvin's family mm-hmm. at the Allen Premium Outlet. So they were out at a mall or an outlet shopping center or whatever. And he started to have a, an episode, mm-hmm. is what they call it, like an episode of schizophrenia. Okay. I wasn't sure how that actually like works or anything, but that's what everything said. So the police got there and said that Marvin was, quote, acting in an erratic manner and that they were concerned for his safety due to the possible ingestion, ingestion of drugs. And his family said he was having a mental crisis. So police think that he's high on God knows what. And his family is like, hey, he's he's not schizophrenic. Uh He like he needs help. Yes. We called you because we can't get him to where he needs to go. You need to help us. But I will add that he did have 
it was less than two ounces of weed on him, mm-hmm. which I'm a big advocate for weed. And it does. It should be legal. Does, it, yes. Just everywhere, just across the board. Who cares? I feel the um, way about weed that I feel about alcohol. Don't drive a car when you're smoking a joint. But other sure. than that, if you can be at home and do it responsibly, you knock yourself out. <laughs> Who cares? Delegalize it. I mean, legalize it. Let them out of prison. <laughs> right. Let them out of prison for weed. They did. So they did find weed on him. But like I said, it's weed does not make you do like weird, crazy things. Well, it's, now it depends on what he, else he was taking with it. True. True. But I'm just saying um, his. When and by I that, I mean his medic- medicine he's prescribed. <laughs> sure. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Whatever's happening. Um, I just wanted to throw in that that was because I'm not 100% sure if I'll put it in here, that that's what he was actually arrested for, was the possession of marijuana. Okay. So the police get there. You know, they think that he's, you know, high on God knows what or whatever. And an ambulance was called, and he was taken to the Texas Health Allen Hospital, and he was in the ER for about three hours. During his time in the ER, the police were there with him because... I don't think he had officially been placed under arrest yet, but they were planning to. Uh-huh. So they were still there, you know, to make sure he doesn't run Escape away, I guess. Or, yeah. <laughs> right. He was, quote, released with a physician's clearance that he could be taken into custody. So whoever doctor that he saw in the OR, OR was like, he's, he's good. good to go. He's good to go. You can arrest him. Like, he's he's competent. He's coherent you know whatever the police then took him to the allen police headquarters where he was processed uh his charge was of the possession of less than two ounces of weed after he was processed there he was transferred to the collin county sheriff's office i don't know why he was transferred um if he was arrested in allen allen county county and then he was transferred to another county i don't i have no idea why isn't sheriff city what isn't sheriff for cities? No, because Hanover County has a sheriff. Chesterfield County has a sheriff. Oh, okay. They're well, not what cities. do I know? Absolutely I'm... nothing. <laughs> okay. Breaking news. All right, you guys. So it bothered me that I didn't know the difference between sheriff and police. So I looked it up. They're basically the same thing. Sheriffs are considered to be sort of a higher authority than police. And sheriffs are responsible for the entire county, whereas a police officer is more of a designated area. Just in case anybody else was curious. Now back to the show. While in the booking area of the Collin County, officers said he began to, quote, exhibit some strange behavior. So a total of eight officers tried to restrain him to a bed. And there was a video on YouTube. It was very edited. And it he was in a, from what I saw, he was in a room, like a center block room, like a cell by himself. Okay. And he seemed to be uh, maybe pacing or looking anxious you know Mm -hmm. whatever but i did not see him do anything outlandish crazy he wasn't throwing anything he wasn't banging on the walls he wasn't causing ruckus like he Mm -hmm. seemed to just be pacing or walking or you know just bored anxious you know whatever but like i said the video was heavily edited so i don't know if something did happen you know or whatever uh, not taking sides. I mean, not right, taking. Right, but we you just know, the you don't have side. all the information. Correct. And the bed that they were trying to put him on looked kind of like a gurney, maybe. Okay. And it was flattened like all the way to the ground, so it wasn't up like a. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like a stretcher or whatever. Sure. Okay. It wasn't up all the way. It was like collapsed. Okay. And, I mean, he was a he was a decent sized guy. I feel eight officers was too Excessive. many extremely but they were trying to lay him down and pull the straps 
over him. So when they were trying to do that, Marvin managed to break free from the restraints and then they pepper sprayed him and then put a spit mask on him, <gasps> which is those hoods, mm-hmm. you know, that so that people don't spit on the officers. And I couldn't imagine being pepper sprayed and then having something already covering, can't breathe. Right. Right. Covering your face and. And I would imagine being pepper sprayed, you your first instinct is to spit out uh-huh. all the gross stuff out of your mouth. You know what I mean? Or wanting to rub your eyes or right. whatever. To and deal you, with what just happened to you. Yeah. And you can't do that when you're restrained and have that thing over your face. So after all of this in the video, you can see him just he's struggling like they're getting the restraints on him. He's struggling, struggling. And then he just goes limp, stops. Ugh. And so I wrote in here, he just ma- magically then became unresponsive. And because, like I said, I did not see, I saw the force that the officers were using, uh-huh. which was excessive. Uh-huh. I did not see him get hit with anything. I did not see, you, you know, anything uh-huh. like that. But just from the force that the officers were using, it was still everything after that's unnecessary. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. So uh, medical attention was given to him at the police station. Uh, The video shows the, I guess, the medical crew coming Uh in and they're performing CPR and everything. And these people in in their um, scrubs are trying to come in and the officers are just standing there like in the way and everything like that. And just that vibe as well is just why, why are you not either A, helping or B, at least getting out of the medical team's way. Just get out of the way. Right. Just move. Go. You're you over, him. right? Right. You killed him. Go on. Okay. So <sighs> medical attention was given to him at the police station, but he was transported to, back to the hospital and he was pronounced dead there. Oh. Lee Merritt, who was the civil rights attorney that is advocating for the family or working uh-huh. for the family, viewed the video of the incident. And I would imagine that he, him and the family got to see the whole. Unedited. Yeah. Correct. And he said, after, view, after viewing the video of the incident, Lee Merritt said, They made a series of abuses, including kneeling on Marvin to keep him from moving and using a technique where one officer shoved his finger into a pressure pressure point beneath Marvin's jaw, pushing his head upward. Marvin's family also watched the video and said there were, quote, repeated opportunities to provide aid to Marvin, who was clearly in a schizophrenic episode. In April of 2021, Marvin Seth was ruled a homicide mm-hmm. by the Collin County Medical Examiner, and the official cause of death was, quote, fatal acute stress response in an individual with previously diagnosed schizophrenia during restraint struggle with law enforcement. So it was ruled a homicide, and they the named, medical examiner the, named, named the law officers. <laughs> yes. So after Marvin's murder, seven of the eight officers were fired and the last one resigned. Sheriff Jim Skinner said, quote, evidence I have seen confirms that these detention officers violated well-established sheriff's office policies and procedures. Everyone in Collin County deserves safe and fair treatment, including those in custody at our jail. I will not tolerate less. So I do like the sheriff and I do like this guy, Lee Merritt, but there's a couple of people or there's one guy in particular that I don't care for. Um, Lee Merritt said, we are pleased with this progress. The first step of many more to come. Next, these former officers need to be arrested and brought to justice. Sadly, that's not what happened. Of course it's not. It very rarely happens. Yes. So in June, so he was murdered in March. So this is June. The grand jury decided not to indict the ex-officers. 
That's not surprising to me at all, based on what I've read. The district attorney, Greg Willis, said, quote, this decision means the grand jury has cleared the eight former officials of any criminal wrongdoing and they won't be charged with any state criminal offense. Hi. I wish that I could be surprised (laughs) instead of just mad and sad. So, and... (laughs) Just just to add a little a little lift up here. I didn't realize wrongdoing was a real word. Okay. <laughs> like I knew that people said it, but I didn't think it was like a legit compound word. Okay. Right? It is a it's one word. I know. But... It's too many letters though. And possession has four S's. I I don't yes. approve of that. It should only have three. Okay. Can okay. we talk about the real injustice here? Yes, yeah, sorry. Okay, good. Okay, so first of all, I don't think police officers should be responding to mental health calls. There should be a trained, and I mean heavily trained, group that is specifically for mental health. I agree. Calls. Because How, a however, lot of, okay, go ahead. A lot of disturbance calls may end up being mental health, or but the person placing the call and the officers responding don't know that yet. So you have to cut them some slack on that. But I do see what you're saying, considering his family called the police and was like, hey, this is what's this happening. This is a mental health episode. We yes. need so, your help. Yes. For his safety, that. that went well. Thank you, officers. <laughs> but yeah, because a lot of the ones that I read were young black men who were experiencing mental health episodes and the police officers assumed they were dangerous. And they may have yep. been, They, you know, because of their mental health, they may have been. It didn't need to result in them dying. No. Somebody should have been there to be trained to de-escalate the situation and to address their mental issues instead of killing them yes so with the news of not having anybody you know charged for anything at all lee Merritt said quote marvin scott's family is extremely disappointed and the, the grand jury failed to bring charges in this case the evidence of unreleased video the spit hood the oc spray policy violations and an Emmy's conclusion of homicide provides more than sufficient probable cause for indictments. The lack of indictment shows a trend in Texas of undervaluing the lives of black people and mental health crisis. Crises? Crises. Crises. I don't know. Crisis. Crisis. <laughs> so there's more. Oh, good. Instead of charges being filed, the jury recommended forming a group work a work group. What? So many words. <laughs> Instead of charges being filed, the jury recommended forming a work group to study what happened and to establish best practices for treating individuals with mental illness. Willis said Willis is a district attorney attorney said, I, too, share the grand jury's concern for the treatment of individuals suffering from mental illness. And I pledge to honor Mr. Scott by taking the lead and assembling a working group to look for lessons learned so that this tragic in custody death will not have been in vain. I want to punch this guy in the throat. And then you ready? Take a breath. I guess I I am. Go. So the attorneys for the eight ex-officers said they were thankful for the decision not to indict. Yeah, I'm sure they were. And that Jim Skinner, he was the um, Collin County Sheriff. Uh-huh. And that Jim Skinner's, quote, rush to fire our clients was nothing more than a frightened politician sacrificing the lively- livelihoods of dedicated public servants for political expediency. People suck the end. Except it's not the end story. because it's still happening. I am so sorry, but if somebody dies under your watch and it's ruled a homicide because directly because of what you did, you deserve to lose your job. You deserve to go to jail. 
Yeah. I, I, I just I understand that being a police officer is a very stressful job. I understand that it's a high whatever situation that you your brain just has to decide what to do. <sighs> breaking news. Two breaking news is in one episode. I'm out of control, guys. Okay, so I wanted to give you all a warning. Coming up ahead, Ashley references an officer, a former officer friend of hers. She didn't want to say the name of the person, and she accidentally did, so I had to bleep it out. Just if you're wondering what the random bleep is in the middle of the episode. It's actually not a blooper. It's just censoring out somebody's name who didn't want to be named. Now back to the show. So, like I had told you, was a cop in dc Mm -hmm. and so like when i was doing this i was asking him some questions and i was like what do you like what happens if you get like a a call because people are being crazy quote unquote and he said you know that they they go see what's going on um check them to see if they have drugs on them if they do not have drugs on them they then assume that it's a mental health thing and they go to the hospital technically addiction is a mental health thing so why can't we just treat it that way I, I'm not disagreeing with that either. I'm just saying that that's what I know. I understand the policy, but I mean, I understand what you're saying. I don't understand the policy, but I know it's it's just this all started way back when on the, the <laughs> war on drugs because it was treated as a criminal activity, which I understand drugs are illegal. It is criminal, but it's a mental health issue. If it had been treated as a mental health issue when it was first became a problem, it's just the just oh my goodness. <sighs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. This makes me mad. It's really, really uncommon for officers to be charged. Um, According to a report I read in the New York Times, the a dude named a dude, I'm just gonna call him a dude, a dude named Philip Instinson, who is a criminal justice professor at Bowling Green State University, compiled the data on officers who kill people in the line of duty, justified, unjustified, unarmed, armed, whatever the situation. And just so you know, on average, police officers kill about a thousand people per year since the uh, data started being collected in, I think it's 2005. A thousand people per year in the United States? In the United States, yes. That's actually surprisingly a lot lower than I thought it was going to be. Actually, according to a five-year average in the Washington Post, police officers kill about a thousand people per year. Way too many. And I do understand that there are situations that you, you have to, like there's an active shooter you know, there's sure. dangerous. I understand that there are situations where it, it, you just to protect public safety, you have to, it has to happen. Most these of these aren't are this not. Time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So since the beginning of 2005, only 121 officers have been arrested on charges of murder or manslaughter and on-duty killings since 2005. 121. So you figure 15 years, a thousand people per year. That's so 15,000 people. There is no way that many were justified. There is literally no way. So you're telling me 14,800 and something were justified? They, they, yeah, they had no other choice. It's infuriating. It makes me mad. And I, it's just, it's just, it's no wonder that there are protests and riots and people are mad. They should be mad. I'm mad for them. I am too. Yeah. I, I, yeah. It makes me really mad. I have more stats for you, but I'll give them to you later. Oh, give it to me later. Oh yeah. You'll like it. Okay, so so, since you did one where the officers weren't prosecuted, I'm going to do one where they actually are. So in this one, almost, almost everything was handled well by the police department. Almost. Okay. After, of course, after the shooting, after the poor kid was was shot. Yeah. The the aftermath, it shouldn't have happened, but the aftermath was almost handled the right way. Jordan Edwards was a 15-year-old kid and a freshman at Mesquite High School near Dallas, Texas. He was an honor student and played on his school's football team. On April 29th, 2017, 
Jordan, his two 17-year-old brothers, and two of their friends decided to attend a house party in, I think it's pronounced Balch Springs, according to the news reports I listened to. The five kids arrived at the party at around 10 p.m., which seemed really late to me. (laughs) Like three hours past my bedtime. (laughs) Right? Ah, to be young again. Right? We used to go out at 10 o'clock. I know. (laughs) We would start getting dressed at like 9.30. (laughs) Right? Uh, anyways, uh, by 11 p.m., police officers had received a call from a neighbor complaining about the noise and underage drinking going on at the house. So <laughs> Party pooper. Right? You suck. No. But wait. So two Balch Spring police officers, Roy Oliver and Tyler Gross, responded to the call. When they arrived, they entered the house but found no evidence of drugs or alcohol. So it seemed to be a party where the kids oh. were literally just hanging out, dancing, and having fun. Oh. Yep. Totally innocent. Totally sweet. Nice little party. That's a lame party, though. That sounds awesome. <laughs> I watched part of the video. No, I watched the video where the officer walked into the house and there was a whole a whole island covered in soft drinks. So I was like, I am in. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> All right. So the officers are in the house. They found no evidence of drugs or alcohol. Um, they were looking for the owners of the house. While they were in there, the officers heard gunshots. They ran outside and Oliver, Officer Oliver got his rifle out of his patrol car and um gross went running towards the where the shots were heard to see if he could figure out what they were yeah he didn't get his not his little side piece his big his rifle that he already has on him no he yeah he went and got his rifle okay and just as a note the gunshots they heard were later determined to have occurred over a block away from where the party was but to be fair and i hate being fair but to be fair the kids were freaking out too because it it cut to the they didn't cut but like the body cam it's body cam footage and as the officer walks inside, the kids are screaming and running to their cars. And, you know, this is a teen party, so they're parked all over the yard. They're parked yeah. out in the street. Yeah. Um, so there's cars everywhere. So now, predictably, like I just said, for any at any teen party where the police show up, the kids have already begun to scatter. They heard the gunshots. Even more panic. Yeah. Jordan and the group he had arrived with all returned to their car so they could leave. Jordan was in the front passenger seat of the car. As Jordan's brother began to drive away, Officer Gross yelled for the car to stop. The car was already out on the road. The way the officers had parked blocked them from going out the way they that they were parked. I think they were parked facing the officer, so they had to back up and then pull out to get out. Okay. So okay. as they started to drive, like he pulled out, officers started yelling for him to stop, and then he started driving off. Um, but they stopped to change direction. And Officer Gross walked up to the car and broke the rear window with his gun. Jordan's brother said that he had heard all the shouting and yelling. He didn't know who was yelling, who was shouting, what they were saying. He had just heard gunshots. He was going to go. He said it was chaos. Everyone was panicking after hearing the gunshots. So after his car window gets smashed in, the brother starts driving. And Oliver, not the officer who was standing next to the car who had just busted the window, Oliver, the one who went to his patrol car to get the rifle, lifted it and fired five rounds into the car. He killed Jordan Edwards, a 15-year-old kid with a bullet into his head. 15 years old. Because they were driving away? Because they were driving away. It's just heartbreaking. God. Just heartbreaking. I can't even imagine that situation. His poor brothers, his poor friends, his poor, this poor kid. It's just... Can you imagine the brother driving that he... Oh, God, I bet he feels... It's, it's, It's devastating. So... In the initial statement given by police chief Jonathan Haber, Oliver made a claim that the car was backing towards the police officer in an aggressive manner. I don't know how a car can be aggressive, but okay. Arr. Cars are just cars. I say that they don't have manners. <laughs> Please, sir. I'm going to run over you now. Thank you. Mine has manners. She has little the little beeps that tell me when I get too close. I'm she is too bleeping close to herself. <laughs> this can't drive. 
<laughs> That'll be fun to bleep. <laughs> bleep this bleep drive. <laughs> All right, there's a little there's a little joy, a little happiness to to brighten that very very dark moment we just had. <laughs> Sorry. No, it was dark. It needed to come out somehow. All right. Okay. So he said the car was backing towards them in an aggressive mo- manner, and that's what made Oliver open fire. By the very next day, May 1st, and remember this happened on April 29th. So on the 30th, they said the car was backing towards them. They were in danger. That's why he opened fire. By the next day, May 1st, the chief stated that he had actually had the time now to watch the body cam video, and that's not what happened. He said the footage clearly showed the car was moving away from the officers. Oliver was fired from the police department on May 5th, and he was arrested on May 19th for the murder of Jordan Edwards. So to me, the sheriff office, the way they've responded to this point, I'm cool with. Sure. You know, I'm okay with I don't know backing why it your- took him four days to get fired, but okay. <laughs> I'm okay with him backing his police officer till he has all the information. Sure. I, I can understand I get, I get that. that. Once you had all the information, he issued a public statement saying, hey, we were wrong. This dude is trash. Yeah. Okay, so Oliver's trial began on August 16th, 2018. He was actually tried for murder, which is surprising because they initially were going to try for manslaughter, but they decided to go to murder. Um, He was tried for a murder and two counts of aggravated assault. And that one was a little confusing because I'm not sure. I, I couldn't really discover if that was for the shooting somehow or... I also saw one po- in one place where it was for a road rage incident that had happened two weeks prior to the shooting. So that one, I don't, I don't really know, but okay. I left it in there. Okay. Officer Oliver, former Officer Oliver, haha, douchebag, claimed that the car was aiming for Officer Gross at the time that he opened fire and that he was trying to protect his partner. Officer Gross testified that he was not afraid of the car hitting him and he never felt the need to discharge his weapon. In fact, the car was past Gross before the shot first shot was even fired. Good for him for telling the truth. Right? Too. Yes. Yeah. My man. Nice. So in a stunning turn of events, Oliver was found guilty of murder, but the assault charges were dropped without prejudice, which means they can file charges again. He was sentenced to... 15 years in prison and a $10,000 fine. He will be eligible for parole in 2026. He got his count. 15 years for murder? 15 years eligible for parole in 2026. In four years, this guy could be out. Oh, he could be out sooner than that. Hold on just a minute. Uh, Jordan's parents said that they had hoped for a longer sentence, of course. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like never getting out. So Oliver is currently appealing his conviction, claiming that information gathered from internal affairs was improperly used. His initial appeal was denied by an intermediate appeals court. However, in another stunning show of privilege, Texas's highest criminal court is now looking at the appeal. It's incredibly rare that this happens. In fact, in the 2019 fiscal year, the court only reviewed non-death penalty cases 5% of the time. Yeah. I bet they're all white people. Oh, that'd be interesting to find out. Um, So in general, in these cases, if the the judge reviewed the case, they reversed the lower lower court's ruling in about two-thirds of the cases. So then at that point, the cases are either sent back to the lower court for further review or just they just toss the decision. And the latest update I could found on this was in June of 2021. So it's still pending. But so he could be out sooner. 15 years for killing a 15-year-old kid. It's heartbreaking. And I don't I don't get it. Even, even, let's say, even if he believed that the car was heading for his partner, the car was so close to him that even if he had hit the driver, it still would have hit his partner. So what was he hoping to accomplish? Or if that's the case, blow a tire. Yeah, yes. Which was, of course, my first thought. And then I got so mad it went out of my head. Just blow a tire. And why did he bust out, why did they bust out the window? Uh, Just to be dicks? Probably. But I mean, I think Gross redeems himself in trial and not backing up and hiding for his buddy. 
So sure, but it's yeah, a shitty thing to do. But. It was a crappy thing. To, yes, it sucked. This, it's just, it's, it's that people should be mad. And what I don't understand. So if number one, I don't know if I've ever, other than being like at mom's house hearing like um, the shotguns and stuff. Uh-huh. I don't know if I've ever heard gunshots near me. Uh-huh. So I don't know if I would be able to range how far away it was. I feel like a police officer would know the difference in hearing any type of gunshot and it being on the same street versus a block away. And I mean, I I watched the video and the gunshots don't sound that close to me. And we hear gunshots a lot in the woods here. People hunt in the woods nearby. Well, yeah, that's so what I'm saying. Yeah. We hear it a lot and they don't sound that close. Right. So I don't know if the police were reacting to the kids panicking. If that's true, they should be fired anyway. Because they can't handle a situation. Mm-hmm. And then if they if the if they had thought that this car had fired the weapons and then drove very carefully and slowly away. Right. Because like I said, the officer walked up to the car and knocked the back window out. And that's that's what I was that's what I was saying. You would know if it's a block away versus if it was somebody that you're right outside the door because they were right they were right outside the door yeah the officer walked across the very small front yard it was a nice front yard i'm not throwing any shade to the front yard but it was a you know it wasn't large (laughs) and the street was right there so i mean why did you have to defend the front yard i don't don't want the front yard to feel inadequate (laughs) front yards have feelings too big front yard energy I don't want the front yard to get a complex. Big lawn energy. <laughs> yes, coin. <laughs> Mow my grass. Oh. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, that's what I was saying. And then if there is just a, if you're an officer, I would imagine you've probably broke up parties quite, quite often. Yeah. And it's really startling to watch them go from sort of joking around with the kids to less than a minute later, they've just murdered a child. I don't. I Not don't they. He just murdered a child. I don't get it. I don't either. And it right, sucks. Then. So there's that, you guys. Hold on. I still have some upsetting stats for you. Oh, perfect. So I linked all these in the show notes. So if you guys want to go read the the studies, find the research, do your own sort of comparisons, it's all there. But according to research, the uh, black people are on average 3.23 times more likely to gil- be killed by police than white people. And black people only make up about 13% of the population. <laughs> mm-hmm. In 2015, 26% of people killed by police were black. If everything in America was equal the way people say that it is, if there was no racism, no discrimination in any aspect of American life, the statistics of people killed by police officers should mirror the demographics of the country. Correct. They don't. (laughs) So of those 100% of the people that were killed, those that were killed and unarmed, 36% of those were black. And... So over a third of the people who were killed and unarmed were black people. Okay, because you were saying that only 13% of the population. Yes. Okay, all right, yeah, and it's not correlating. To the demographic of of the United States. Yes. Okay. In 2019, a research team that was led by Frank Edwards of the School of Criminal Justice at Rutgers University, he published a report, and I'm just going to quote exactly what the report says. And the name of the report is The Risk of Being Killed by Police Use of Force in the United States by Age, Race, or Ethnicity, and Sex. Okay, so this is the findings from the report. Once again, I'm just quoting the exact report. I linked it. You can find it. So we find that African-American men and women, American Indian slash Alaska Native men and women, and Latino men face higher lifetime risks of being killed by police than do their white peers. We find that Latino women and Asian slash Pacific Islander men and women face 
lower risk of being killed by police than do their white peers. Risk is highest for black men who, at current levels of risk, face about a 1 in 1,000 chance of being killed by a police officer over the course of their life. Yeah. The average lifetime odds of being killed by police are about 1 in 2,000 for men and about 1 in 33,000 for women. The risk peaks between the ages of 20 and 35 for all groups. This was the most upsetting line for me. For young men of color, police use of force is among the leading causes of death. Jesus Christ. So... You mean like in lines with like heart, heart disease and or cancer? Yeah. Jesus Christ. What? And yet people want to say that racism is not an issue. How can police brutality be the... Oh my God. I am not okay. Nobody should be okay after hearing that. Nobody should be okay after hearing that. It's it's heartbreaking. It's upsetting. Why are people so determined to think that it's not an issue? Because if I read one more article on people saying things like, well, if he hadn't resisted arrest, it wouldn't have happened. If he hadn't Stop run, it. it wouldn't have happened. That's that's equate, That's like saying if she hadn't worn that dress, it wouldn't have happened. If yep. she hadn't been there that night, it wouldn't have happened. Stop yes. blaming the victim. Can I have a happy ending? Okay, happy ending. I need a snack. Same. I am a snack. Okay. Crunch, crunch, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more like a mushy snack. <laughs> nom, nom. Okay. Okay, so what is our date? What are we doing this? This 22nd? 222. 222. 222. Oh! Pew, pew! 222. Oh, Yeah. It's ballet day. Okay. Ballet day! All right, so February 22nd, 1732, our boy G-Dubs was born. Yes. George Washington. Here comes a general. Mm, he's so hot. Christopher Jackson. Christopher Jackson. George Washington. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me clear that up. Not George Washington. Do you like how I just jumped in really quickly? I was like, Christopher Jackson. <laughs> Meanwhile, George Washington's looking down or up on us, depending on wherever he ended up saying, excuse you. <laughs> I mean, I guess I don't. Okay, so <laughs> hear me out. Is it just me or like the super old people like that? Like none of them are attractive. I would agree with you, except. Uh-oh, who do I have to Google? Philip Hamilton. Philip Hamilton was a good looking kid. Even those weird pictures. Way to be weird. Well, he was like 19 in the picture. So it feels like a kid. Technically, he's an adult, but it just feels. He was in one of the um, pictures in the turnout book. Okay. Not hot, but compared to most of those pictures of people of that time. Yeah, he could get it. So not as cute as Anthony Ramos, but I mean, really, who is? Jordan Fisher, who played him eventually. Sorry. Yeah, but Anthony Ramos has such good hair. He does. But okay. him and Jasmine Cephas Jones just broke up. I gotta go no, find No, the him. girl who played um, Mariah Reynolds. I'd rather go for her. I think she's one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my entire life. But what about me, though? You're lovely, too. She is pretty hot. Isn't she gorgeous? I really like her face. And she is goofy. And I think she's she either lived in Scotland or she, she's got family in Scotland or something. So she'll just do the Scottish accent. And I'm... She talks Scotland? Ish. I mean, she's American, Scott? but Scottish? she can do a re- she can do a really good Scottish accent, and it's I'm into it. I want to touch her hair. That's not acceptable. You can't just touch strangers' hair. Okay, so then in 1962, Steve Irwin was born. Crikey! Aww. Good day, mate. Good day, mate. Crikey! And then in 1971, Leah Salonga or see Leah Salonga. I'm not really sure how to say her name was born. Cilantro? So. <laughs> Mm, cilantro. The singing voice of Princess Jasmine's Princess Jasmine and Princess Mulan. Also, she's been on Broadway for decades. But she did the singing voice of Princess Jasmine and Princess not Princess Mulan. But not her real voice? Mulan. No, they, she didn't do the speaking voices. That's how it used to be. That's weird. Back Why? in the day. I don't know. It used to be that way a lot. Nineteen seventy five, Drew Barrymore was born. Oh 
and I just love her. Ever After is still one of my favorite movies of all time. Ever After, which one is the print where she's um, Cinderella with the super hot prince? Never been kissed is a good one. Um, as a someone with a teaching degree, that would makes me very uncomfortable. Okay. Okay. So, so I so hot though. I still. Well, he is. That's fair. But he thinks she's a teenager, so it becomes creepy. So I mean, there is no I mean, no I mean, no. Mm-mm. He thinks she's underage and a student. That's no. And then the brother actually does date a student. I did inappropriate things as a student. Yep. You were a student. It, the onus is not on you, honey. The what? The responsibility is not on you. Okay, so initially, when going through the events today, I thought these are really slim pickings. And then I got more fascinated. Okay, so the first one's good history, kind of boring. In 18, it's good it's good Jeopardy trivia, though. In 1876, on February 22nd, Johns Hopkins University opened. Oh, cool. There's your little Jeopardy fact for you today. You said 1976? 1876. 1876. Oh, okay. I'll, okay. Although that's <laughs> a lot recenter than I thought. Recenter. More recent. Whatever. Recenter. <laughs> Never mind. Don't go on Jeopardy. Okay. <laughs> I got that, though. In um, 1995... This one was weird. Steve Fawcett, Fawcett, perhaps, completed the first hot air balloon over the Pacific. Holy crap. Okay. Wouldn't that be awesome if that was your your legacy uh-uh. you left behind? No. No, no. but still, imagine something no, so random. You. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and just weird. That is going to be my legacy. Something's going to happen, and I'm going to become famous for it. We have such but different goals in life. It's not going to be flying over the ocean in a hot air balloon. Mm. That you anticipate. <laughs> Someone's going to kidnap True. you and... Oh no! <laughs> oh no! There's not enough snacks in here. I need a bigger basket. I need more space. This one's kind of small. It Where's doesn't my hold fridge? my books. Where's my fridge? It does doesn't hold uh my books and my laptop and PD and me and my blinkies. But where are you gonna put my bed though? <laughs> I can bring my cats too, right? Meanwhile, okay. you're already halfway across the Pacific, still just yelling stuff you need. Before you know, it, the trip's over and you're just mad. Ashley, you just broke a record. I don't care. I need a snack. I need my books and I need my bed. Y'all left me up there with no coffee. This one was very interesting. So in 2017, according to NASA, discovery of seven Earth-sized planets orbiting a star known as TRAPPIST-1. It was announced in Journal Nature, February 22nd, 2017. And it raised the possibility of alien life confirmed by NASA. Thank God. Because where have they been? You I mean, they're way behind. Here, you cannot sit here and tell me that in the entire universe and there's a bunch of different galaxies and whatnot that we're the only living people creatures soul holders whatever you want to call them there's no way there has to be aliens has to be i mean i believe you but they also discovered that these planets actually have water let's go i'm okay okay bye bye (laughs) okay bye bye i'm gonna actually hang out here for a while (laughs) i'm okay from here my stuff's here. There's really nothing good here, though. I feel like we can make it better. Me and you against the world. Can we have a few more people on our team? <laughs> nope, just that. We're gonna lose. Sarah? Benjamin? Nope. Mm-mm. Where's our mamas? How are we supposed to do this without our mamas? Oh, wait. Yeah, that's right. I gotta run that by my mom first <laughs> before, I, I, before I commit to this. Get your permission slip. <laughs> I cannot commit to this yet. Sorry. So who caught your eye this week? Hi. So I am watching Ozark and there's a girl named Ruth and I'm not going to give away any spoilers, but she's got this crazy blonde curly hair, which makes her freaking adorable. And she's tiny and she is something fierce. And I want to be like her when I grow up, even though she's younger than me, I think. But she's such a badass. When are you going to grow up though? Um, I mean, because you're running on Thursday. Thursday. No, you're not. You work on Thursday. Oh, Maybe Saturday then. No, you're going no, out you're of not. town. You work on Saturday. <laughs> what? 
I win a day, a day. I can grow up on a day that I'm not working, which is never. Sundays. Of Sundays, yeah. You can't grow up on God's day. That's the day of rest. Yes. God's like, actually, could you please grow up? Because <laughs> your mama's been praying for quite a while now. <laughs> I know she has. God bless her heart. Okay. Who caught your eye? So I went to Greensboro this week. Lucky. And, I know. And I saw the big sign for Hamilton. <laughs> and we're going to see Hamilton in April. And also, I realized that I said something wrong several episodes ago. I said we're going to see the, I think I said we're going to see the Philip Company. We're not. Mm-hmm. We're going to see the Angelica Company. Anyways, so then, of course, I saw the big Hamilton sign, so I had to come home and watch Hamilton. So everyone in Hamilton again, specifically Lin-Manuel Miranda, but everyone, really. What a surprise. And Jasmine Cephas-Jones. Well, this was a sad... It was a very depressing episode. But the ending made me did it make me happy. Well, that's good. That was the point. So hopefully oh, we've hey, changed... we did a good job then. So hopefully we've we've enlightened some people on some, some injustices and then sent them off in a better mood. But hopefully we'll still the things in their mind so they can go out and make it. Yeah, difference. don't forget the important stuff we said before. People are like, we're not even listening at this point, guys. Oh, well, that's fair. Well, thanks for... <laughs> yes, you are, because you just answered us saying that you were listening. So, haha. Let me not get confrontational oh, with our listeners. <laughs> Hold on. Rewind, rewind. We're very intimidating, though. I'm super intimidating. And you have serious resting bitch face. So really? You, look <laughs> you really do. Super yeah. intimidating. Yeah. And I look like la da 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 It actually sums up our personalities really well. Yes. Yeah, it really does. Da 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 da. But I'm very polite. I'm not mean. No, <laughs> I'm you're just not friendly. You are very polite. Yes. I'm friendly. You're polite. Yes. That's that's a good way to put it. Thank you. cases for black history month follow us on twitter and instagram at a date with murder and on facebook at a date with pod bye we're gonna do another one next week i know technically it will be march by the time that one comes out sorry not sorry sorry not sorry black history matters every single day of the year in every month it matters <laughs> i know that imagine that radical <laughs> radical opinions here crazy. on a date with murder crazy change still needs to happen even when it's not february okay <laughs> i'm sorry we can only change it in february okay sorry that's just it's the rules jesus christ america <laughs> we took aunt jemima off the the pancake boxes what else do you want that was my impression of those dumb white people. we're not really gonna change anything that matters but Mm-mm. here's a cookie <laughs> Ooh. I knew that would work for you. I knew that that would work for you when I said, here's the cookie. Okay. <laughs> mean? I accept. Yes. Yes, please. But yes. Okay. Okay. Love you. Miss you. Bye. Love you. Miss you. Bye. Amen. Amen. Oh, I went and had my nerve test done the other day. And? I called the doctor Jesus. So there's that. So I was kind of excited about that. I was like, ah, oh, I'm going to turn into an Avenger. You're not. I am. I'm going to tell you right now, based on the similarities in our personality, I can move both my arms full full range of motion. I'm not an Avenger. But I have, like, I've been no. shocked with magical powers. Duh. You've been shocked with my sparkling personality on wit for 17, 18, 19, 20 years, and you still haven't turned into an Avenger, so. Crap. How many years? 17, 18, 19, 20 I couldn't years. remember. I just figured if I said them all, one of them was right. Uh, we were 16. See, 16, 34-ish. 18. 18 years. <gasps> we're a legal adult. <laughs> Our friendship is a legal adult. Our friendship can vote. 
<laughs> and join the army. Oh. And win the lottery. Oh, and buy porn. All right. Well, that's the best one. <laughs> Congrats to us. Congrats to our friendship. It can buy porn now. Yay. Do okay, it. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's getting worse each week, too. Did you know I was going to ask you to do it? Yes, you had the bright look in your eyes. You maintained eye contact. It was quite frightening. I was trying to will you to do it. I was using my magical powers through FaceTime to get you to do it. And it worked. It's crazy. Good job. Well, well, well played. You're wasting your powers. Holy snap beans. Look, I just, I just got shocked on... Wednesday, you've got to give it time to set in. I don't think that's accurate because when Peter Parker got bit by the spider, it happened pretty much overnight. I am not Peter Parker. Yes, I know. What's my name going to be? The Super Snacker. <laughs> I hate you and love you at the same time. That <laughs> perfectly sums up our relationship. I'm going to go Super Snack somewhere and... Okay. Snack off then. <laughs> uh, snack that off. That sounded or... aggressive, didn't it? <laughs> it did. Snack it off, did. man. Sna- snack you. Snack you. Whoa. My microphone just just is like I'm done. <laughs> I can't take anymore. <laughs> I can't take any more sadness. Bye. I am out. Y'all can handle the rest. My microphone just fell down, guys. <laughs> Are the unedited et- unedited edited edited edited? I'm just gonna let you okay. workshop it till you get there. <laughs>